Welcome to Good Guy Grant's podcast. It's mad decent. And this is the Good Guy Grant podcast, episode three. I am your host, Grant. So what we're going to talk about, I want to start off talking about the protests for a few minutes. Uh, I know protests are going across the, not only the United States, but across the world due to the death of George Floyd that happened in Minneapolis um, about a little over a week ago uh, with a police officer in Minneapolis putting his knee on the back of George Floyd uh, for over nine minutes and basically killing him. Uh, right now, the officer that did that has been arrested, as well as the other three officers that were involved have also been arrested. I don't want to get too much into it because I know with the Good Guy Grant podcast, we're supposed to be just talking about sports and kind of focusing on that. What I will say about the situation, I support the protesters and what they're doing, and I support the cause. Um I think it's great that, you know, there's a lot of donations and everything to the Black Lives Matter uh, donation center and everything. I think the one thing that will need to change for that matter, for this to go anywhere, is we have to change the justice system in this country. There's been way too many instances where, uh, you know, a black person has gotten killed by a police officer or by a uh, white person and gotten away with it. It happens. Jeez, it seems like it happens almost every week uh, in the United States. It just doesn't get televised like the George Floyd situation. Uh, I think one of the things we need to focus on is changing the justice system in this country uh, to where people uh, get the necessary justice for the bad things that they've done. Uh, for instance, I think this police officer should go to jail. I think he should be in jail for a long time, as well as the other three police officers that they arrested in the situation as well. Uh, I don't have a lot of faith in the justice system. Uh, the reason I say that is because of what happened in the past. You know, you had the Trayvon Martin situation and uh, a lot of other situations also that have come up as well that have just justice has not been served. And in the United States, it seems to be happening way too often. And until we fix the justice system in this country, I don't see anything changing. But I do support the protests. Uh, it's, it's amazing to see all the people out there protesting for what's right and uh, what's right is equality for every single individual. Uh, the hate needs to stop all around the world. Uh, no matter what race you are, what religion you believe in, Whatever it is, the hate has got to stop. Treat everybody equally, stop the hate, and we will have not only a better country, but a better world. But my two cents is we need to fix the justice system in this country. All right, so let's dive into our first topic. I know with a lot going on in sports these days, uh, actually, that's funny. COVID-19 has pretty much taken over and not allowed a lot of sports besides Korean baseball, NASCAR, UFC. Um, not a lot's going on. I mean, uh, we the NHL is going to start back up. Uh, looks like the NBA has came to a 22-team resolution that's going to start the end of July uh, to get their season up and going. I believe it's eight regular season games, and then they're going to go right into the playoffs, which that'll be nice. It's going to be kind of different seeing the NBA in July because the way the NBA season is usually the finals is in June 
and then it's up and done with. And then you have the NBA draft at the end of June. And then the NBA is pretty much off until training camp, uh, which is, you know, end of September, early October. And then the regular season starts towards the end of October. So what they're now planning on doing is start the season back up towards the end of July, uh, have it go till about September. Uh, then the NBA draft would be in October. And then the NBA would start another season come around December is what they're looking at right now. Uh, what I want to kind of dive into is the ramifications because people are like, well, you know, why is the NBA coming back? You know, why didn't they just sit out? Uh, you know, why is the NHL coming back? When you really look at the numbers, if the NBA didn't do these eight regular season games before the playoffs, you know how much money would be lost? $650 million would be lost if it wasn't if we weren't having those eight regular season games 650 million dollars that's player salary that's money that the owners would get and the way because of the players union which the nba actually has a pretty good players union so it's actually that 650 million dollars that the eight regular season game is going to be generated is going to split evenly between the players and the owners which is good if the NBA did not finish the season, the NBA would lose over a billion dollars. That's right. So the NBA, if they didn't have regular season games, if they didn't have you know this playoffs coming up, that'll be hosted in uh, the state of Florida. Uh, I think I saw the other day that they have two facilities that they're going to use uh, for the teams. And what they're going to do is they're going to house the players in hotels. Um, and I know when you're watching the NBA, you see players walking up in suits and all types of weird gear. And good Lord, I think I saw Kyle Kuzma one time, you know, change his hair before a game and the color of it and everything. It was crazy. But what they're going to do is pretty much they're going to have the players uh, put their uniforms on in the hotel, get on the bus, take the bus to the facility where they're going to be playing, and pretty much just walk on the court, uh, you know, get the warm-up shots in before the game like usual, and then just play the game. Uh, there won't be any fans in the stands. Uh, the only people that's going to be in the stands are going to be camera people. I think they're going to let a few reporters in, but not very much. Uh, I heard Brian Windhorst today, the ESPN NBA expert, talk uh, actually on the radio today. He said he's not going to be traveling to Florida. He's just going to be watching on TV uh, like a lot of us will be. Um, there's going to be a lot of reporters that are going to be kind of hesitant because of the COVID-19 and what's going on to go to Florida. I think the positive testing in the state of Florida has actually went up in the past 24 hours. So that's something to kind of keep your eye on. But what the NBA is doing is they're housing the players in a hotel and then busing them over to the facility to play the game. And then they bus them right after the game. Uh, they're going to bus them right back to the hotel. There's not going to be any kind of extra things in the locker room. They're not even going to have a locker room. Basically, they're just going to get back on the bus, take a shower at the hotel, and then that's it. They're going to do that until the playoffs start, uh, and then it's just going to be the same thing. Play in the state of Florida in those facilities for the playoffs. Uh, no fans in the stands. But if the NBA did not finish the season or do the playoffs, they would lose over a billion dollars. Now, in hockey, it's a little different. 
Hockey, for instance, if they didn't finish the season or have a playoffs, they would lose $300 million. So think about that for a second. The NBA's, if they didn't finish, would lose over a billion. The NHL would lose $300 million. And we already talked about on a previous podcast uh, episode with the Major League Baseball, they lose about $73 million a day. So if they didn't finish the regular season or even have a season for that matter because they haven't started, baseball would lose, good Lord, it's outrageous amount of money. I mean, you think about it, 162 games, you're losing $73 million a year. That's a boatload of money, folks. But the NBA and the NHL, you know, they've already started their seasons, luckily, so they're able to get the TV money. Players were able to get paid. They had concession stands, everything. Major League Baseball hasn't even started up. They haven't even played one game. And now the players are arguing with the owners because, first off, the Major League Baseball commissioner, Rob Manfred, is horrible. He's terrible. Not that Gary Bettman's any better, but Rob Manfred been really quiet, hasn't really said a lot for Major League Baseball, hasn't done a lot, and you don't hear from him that much. Like Adam Silver, you know, he's the commissioner for the NBA. He comes out, speaks for the players, does a lot for the NBA. He's right on top of it. Roger Goodell did the NFL draft this year. Uh, he's, you know, involved with the players union and everything. But Rob Manfred has not really said much. And all it is is now you hear – Baseball players say they want more money uh, in terms of their player salary. Owners are saying, no, we're already losing a ton of money not having fans in the stands and no concession stand money, anything like that. So Major League Baseball, I don't see it starting up anytime soon. The players and owners can't even agree on how many games they're going to play this year. But the NBA came to an agreement, uh, 22 teams uh, for the last eight regular season games, top eight in each in the East and West. So 16 teams total are going to make the playoffs like usual. And then it's going to be, you know, the best of seven uh, series in the NBA like usual, but they're not going to be fans in the stands. It's going to be in Florida and they're going to finish out the season. Um, One of the things this does do is it pushes the NBA draft back. It was supposed to be the end of June. Now the NBA draft is looking like uh, probably the middle of October. So that's going to be kind of interesting to see that. Um, if you're a top prospect, you're going to have to wait a few more months before you can sign that NBA contract. But the way they do it before you get drafted, your agent actually gives you money. If you don't have any endorsements or anything, gives you a little bit of a stipend to spend, uh, up until you get drafted. And then you pay your agent back with that 5% that each agent gets out of you for your contract that you sign. So the agents are going to have to pay a little bit more to their clients um, up until the draft, until they sign that first contract. But it's it's interesting when you look at the ramifications of the the salaries and everything in terms of player salaries, as well as you know the the breakdown of it. So the highest paid player in the NHL is Austin Matthews. Plays for the Toronto Maple Leafs up in Canada. He makes fifteen point nine million dollars a year. John Tavares makes the same salary, makes $15.9 million a year. Second highest is Carey Price. Uh, he's a goaltender. Uh, he makes $15 million a year. If you look, compare, those, compare that for a second. $15.9 million is the highest paid player in the NHL. 
You know what that ranks in the NBA in terms of salary? Now, Steph Curry makes the most. He makes $40 million a year, and it's going to go up the next couple years. I think it's going to top off about 43 uh, in two years. If you take Austin Matthews' $15.9 million salary and put it in the NBA, he'd be the 77th highest paid player in the NBA at $15.9 million. If you did that in Major League Baseball, took Austin Matthews' $15.9 million salary and put that in Major League Baseball, over 70 players in Major League Baseball make more than $15.9 million. Max Scherzer, by the way, is the highest paid player in Major League Baseball. He makes $42 million a year. Um, So it's interesting to look at that. So the NHL... If they didn't finish their season, they'd lose $300 million. They're still going to lose a little bit of money with the fans not being in the stands and owners will lose money from the concession and probably merchandise sales will be down a little bit. But the way the structure is, the NHL had to get the season going. They don't make the kind of money that Major League Baseball makes, the NBA makes. The players need their salaries. They need their money to be able to, you know, That's their job. I mean, their job is to play hockey, get paid. But seeing the salaries differentiate between sports, it's crazy when you think about it. When your highest paid player in the National Hockey League makes $15.9 million, would only rank 77th in the NBA, that just shows the difference between how much the NBA makes compared to the NHL. And even baseball, which in my opinion, baseball is a dying sport. When you have over 70 players in Major League Baseball making more money than Austin Matthews does in the NHL, that's a problem. Now, I think one of the reasons hockey doesn't bring in as much money as the NBA and Major League Baseball is a lot of people kind of either are fringe hockey fans, they don't know enough about the sport, they don't follow it as much on you know TV or even you know online. So they don't get the viewership that the NBA or NHL gets. Now, what happened was Gary Bettman, I remember this in the, the probably the mid-90s to early 2000s. I would always see on SportsCenter the hockey highlights. And sometimes the NHL would have games on ESPN. And uh, you know, they'd get a little bit more money from that. But as the years have gone along, I don't know if anybody's realized this, you know, whether you're watching ESPN News, uh, Sports Center, they don't show a lot of hockey highlights. Uh, Barry Melrose is on occasionally at night, but it's like 11 or midnight when he's on, and he's only on for like maybe five minutes. They don't go over a lot of hockey highlights on ESPN, so they don't get the exposure. A lot of hockey's on uh, NBC, NBC Sports. And the NHL network, which if you ask a casual person, they probably didn't even know the NHL had a, like their own channel, the NHL network. So it's kind of interesting to think about that. But the reason hockey doesn't make as much money as the exposure. Gary Bettman needs to do a better job of marketing hockey, getting it out there. Uh, there's a lot of talent in the NHL that a lot of people don't know about. Um, he needs Gary Bettman needs to meet with his marketing team. Uh, for the NHL, 
and definitely get it more exposed to the world, uh, bring more money, which makes the owners more money, but it also allows for the players to get more money. So it goes by that. Um, but just seeing the ramifications of the differentiates between the salaries, crazy. I mean, when you think about it, the NBA, your highest paid player is Steph Curry. It's not LeBron James. It's not, you know, the your, I would say, Kevin Durant or anybody like that. The highest paid player is Steph Curry. And when you look at the numbers, Steph Curry makes $40 million a year. That's per year that he makes. And it goes up to about $43 million uh, in two years, uh, which is a load of money for anybody. Um, so Austin Matthews makes 15.9. Joel Embiid makes $27.5 million, and he's tied for 27th in NBA salary. And he makes $12 million more than Austin Matthews does per year. Now, some of these names on the NBA salary list are, I mean, when you look at it, DeMar DeRozan makes $27 million a year, and he plays for the Spurs. He's not worth that. Um, he's got one year left on his deal. He originally signed a five-year, $139 million deal. Uh, he's set to become a free agent in 2021. Uh, Al Horford, who plays for the 76ers, he makes $28 million a year. Signed that four-year, $109 million deal with Philadelphia last season. Um, Nikola Vucevic, uh, he makes $28 million. He plays for the Orlando Magic. They're not even a really good team. Uh, he signed that four-year, $100 million deal last summer um, with them. Kevin Love, who's playing on the Terrible Cavs, he makes $28.9 million a year. He signed that four-year, $120 million deal after LeBron left Cleveland. So when you look at these different salaries, the list goes on and on. The amount of money that the NBA makes compared to the NHL and NBA, it's it's crazy when you think about it. When you really look at how much money is put into those sports, it's outrageous. Um, you know, Max Scherzer making $42 million. That's outrageous, too, because he's not worth that. Um, Steph Curry, he brings a lot of money to Golden State, you know, based on jersey sales and, you know, all the TV commercials that he does on the West Coast and when you go across the country, you see a lot of Steph Curry jerseys. You see people wanting to shoot, you know, long distance threes like Steph Curry. You see people basically wanting to be like him. So he definitely brings in a lot of money for the NBA, which is good. Um, but it's all about marketing. If you don't market your sport, you're not bringing in the kind of money you should. And the NBA does a good job of not only marketing here in the States, but does a really good job doing it overseas. Uh, every single year in the NBA draft, you see new players coming from overseas. Uh, Killian Hayes, 19-year-old, uh, actually overseas. He's going to be in the NBA draft this year. Uh, he's from France. He's going to be one of the top five to ten players drafted in the league this year. Uh, so he's going to be a really good player to watch out for. Uh, it seems like every year you got Luka Doncic, plays for the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, another good player. Um, but it just seems like... The NBA always does a really good job and has, especially the last probably 10 to 15 years, of marketing their sport. And that's allowed them to not only increase salaries for NBA players over the past five to 10 years to outrageous numbers, 
but it's allowed them to grow globally. Uh, I know with COVID-19 going on, there's a good chance that the NBA might have to cut their salary back a little bit next year. I see a lot of players uh, in the league that have that player option for next season actually picking it up. One name that comes to mind is Andre Drummond. He's going to make $20-plus on his player option if he picks that up playing for the Cavs. I don't think he'll get that in the open market uh, with the COVID-19 and player salary going down uh, because of the losses from the COVID-19. I think Andre Drummond's going to pick up that player option and play for the Cavs next season. Um, There's a few other players that are going to have to do the same thing because the money's not going to be there like it would be the last couple years because of the fact that the NBA had to shut down and the NHL had to shut down. Major League Baseball hasn't even started back up. But with the way the NBA and NHL are doing, players' salary is going to go down next year. Uh, But the owner is going to make that money up, I believe, in TV viewing and sponsorship again for next season. Because when you think about it, we all miss sports to the point to where you want to watch even the worst teams in the league you like to watch at this point. Like, I'm a big NBA fan. If the Sacramento Kings were on right now and they were going up against... Oh, who's a crap team to watch? Um, I've never been a big fan of watching Philadelphia, but they're a good team in terms of uh, the record and everything. Another bad team, I would say, the Orlando Magic. So if you want to have you know, Sacramento Kings versus the Orlando Magic on TV, I'd watch that game. That's how bad, bad I want the NBA back. And those are two teams that are absolutely horrible. I mean, they've been pretty bad the last couple of years in the NBA. Um, I'm a Bulls fan, so... I knew the season was coming to an end anyway because the Bulls record, they haven't been very good this year. But with Major League Baseball, I hope they can figure it out. Uh, I've said on previous episodes that I hope they go to an an 82-game season and shrink the season down. I don't think the players or the owners will go to that because of the fact that they would lose a lot of money. Um, But they have to figure out a situation where they can get on the same page so they can get the season started. Um, you know, Korean baseball is able to play games without fans in the stand to start. Now they're letting a little bit of, uh, you know, people in attendance to watch the games in person. Uh, I know they started off with those like fake fans in the stands with a little noise and everything. And I heard the NBA is actually going to do when they first start up, have noise in the arena from the PA announcer and everything, you know, the defense chants going out, even though there won't be fans in the stands. They're going to play music during the games, um, which will be nice. You won't have to hear the players using a bunch of profanity and everything. Because if you ever sat close to an NBA court, the biggest potty mouse in sports are NBA players. They're the, the bougiest players in sports, but they also have the foulest mouse in sports. You'll hear a lot of F-bombs, a lot of S-bombs when you're watching NBA games if you're close to the court. Uh, so what the NBA is going to do is put a music going on while the players are playing, uh, but they also have you know the defense chance, the probably the cheers when somebody hits a nice three for the winner or something, something like that. So I hope the NBA. Um, I can't wait for it to get started back up at the end of July. Um, you know, I'm glad hockey's coming back. Major League Baseball, you got to figure something out. Uh, I know a lot of people who watch Major League Baseball who are fans that really want to see the sport back. But in order to have that happen, the owners and players have to get on the same page. Um, 
They got to get the players union in baseball. They have to get salary caps set uh, in baseball um, to where this doesn't happen anymore. Major League Baseball is one of the sports that doesn't have a salary cap. So you got teams like the Yankees and Dodgers and a few other teams that just spend gobs and gobs of money. And then you got the low-level teams that don't spend any money, like the Marlins and the Tampa Bay Rays. And, uh, you know, I'm a Reds fan, so I, I saw them actually spend money this past offseason. So I was like, hey, you know, we might not finish last this season. But uh, there's no season as of right now in Major League Baseball. Hopefully that does change. Uh, for people that are excited for the NBA, me too. For people that are excited for the NHL, I'll probably watch a playoff game or two for the Blue Jackets. Um, but I'm glad that the the team was actually able to make the playoffs, it's looking like, um, which will be good for the NHL, be good for the Blue Jackets to get them back on the ice. All right, and this is the Good Guy Grant Podcast. I'm your host, Grant. Please like us on Facebook at the Good Guy Grant Podcast page. I'm also on Twitter at Good Guy Grant. Uh, send me a message, comments, and anything you want to hear on the show. This was episode three. I hope everybody has a great day and enjoy your the rest of your Thursday.